0: Welcome to our weekly and Episcopal Sermon podcast. We are so glad you found us. This is a live recording of the gospel reading and sermon from last Sunday's service at the Episcopal Church in Almaden. The life of this podcast depends on your listening support. If you enjoy our podcast and would like to support us, simply subscribe to this podcast on your channel of choice. Come. Come. Join us along our shared path for today's episode.
1: The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Glory to
0: you, Lord
1: Christ. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophet Isaiah, see, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Christ. I have to find my prayer, but just give me a moment. We prayed this prayer last Sunday, and we'll pray it again today. O God of unchangeable power and eternal light, look favorably on your whole church that wonderful and sacred mystery. By the effectual working of your providence, carry out in tranquility the plan of salvation. Let the whole world see and know that things which were cast down are being raised up and things which had grown old are being made new and that all things are being brought to their perfection by him through whom all things were made, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. That collect is prayed on Good Friday. And it's prayed at the Easter Vigil. And it's also prayed at ordinations. I went online to ordinations in my diocese at Grace Cathedral and this prayer was prayed on Saturday. So think about about a prayer being prayed on Good Friday and at the Easter Vigil. The suffering and death of the Savior The Triduum, Maundy Thursday, and the Last Supper, Good Friday, the long walk to the cross, and then Crucifixion with immense suffering. And Holy Saturday, Jesus dead and buried in the tomb when we know complete darkness. And then, the light of the first fire after three days, death is vanquished, resurrection in every way can be understood. That amazing Christmas party that we had yesterday, wasn't that amazing? Godspell this morning. It's this movement, this little moment that we wanna concentrate on today. A movement which which honors all that is happening, all that we can hope for in the same time, in the midst of the suffering. Mark says, in those days John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, repent, for the kingdom of God has come near. God is to be found in the wilderness of our lives. It is in the wilderness, in the wandering, right, Andy, in the wandering, yeah, in the wandering, that the messenger is to be found. In the wilderness and the wandering is where the messenger will be found. The messenger is not found in the comfort of the established order or in the safety of the homeland. The messenger and the message are found right in the middle of the mess, in the chaos, which is the vast wilderness. There's only one way out, which is through. We all know that, at least we tell it to ourselves. And finding that way through with the help of the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, is the only possibility. I've been rereading a little pamphlet that I found years ago and then has been repeated in various books. The little pamphlet is called Leading From Within, and it's by one of my favorite spiritual teachers, Parker Palmer. His idea is that in order to find the way out of the wilderness, you have to travel downwards and inward, rather than outward and upward. It's kind of a little counterintuitive. And when we were brave enough to confront those monsters, that's what Parker Palmer calls them, those shadows, we find our way through the wilderness and we emerge, like the people of Israel and the followers of Jesus, as transformed, healed, new people, a new community. So Parker Palmer, in this little um, pamphlet, gives five examples of those monsters that we may confront in the wilderness, and perhaps some of these five will resonate with you. And hold on to your chairs because these are not particularly comfortable um, to hear, but they're bearable, mostly because in this place our Savior stands with us and bears the burdens with us. We stand with each other in sharing these burdens. So first, number one, Parker Palmer talks about a deep and abiding insecurity that many of us have about our basic worth and identity. We all know people, perhaps we know something of this ourselves, whose identity is so completely tied to their profession or our vocation that when that image image fades for us, so do we. We fade. This is as true for the humble person with humble stature as well as a person of great place, our image of ourselves easily shatters. The message of our faith is a different message. That we are greatly loved for exactly who we are. Exactly who we are today, right now. And confronting this discrepancy may be the wilderness that we need to explore, says Parker Palmer. The second monster in the wilderness is a deeply held belief that the world is a battleground that is essentially hostile to us. We are taught from infancy to fight for what we want and need to view each challenge as a competition. I mean, we all know this. Rather than an opportunity for consensus, cooperation, communal interest rather than personal interest. And what we learn in A Life in God is that peace and cooperation is more fundamental, more life-giving, more better than fighting is. And collaboration is really hard work. We all know that too. The work of a lifetime for most communities. The third monster that Parker Palmer gives in this little pamphlet is called Functional Atheism. This is one of my favorites that I need to work on. This is the belief that whatever is going to happen is going to happen because I make it happen. I make it happen. Right? I make it happen. Right? It's placing ourselves in God's place and proclaiming through our actions that we're going to coerce others into our way for the good of the order. And of course what we find in an examined life, in an inward and downward life, a life of prayer is that ours is not the only way. That sharing the burden, listening to others, perhaps even putting the burden down to ourselves or changing our minds about something very big is liberating. The fourth monster, Palmer predicts that we will encounter in this wilderness is a fear of chaos. this is also one that really hits home for me. This is what it causes us to make rules, organize everything to within an inch of its life right So we've got our we got everything in place to create rigid structures and institution institutions which, are damaging or killing of creativity. These kinds of strictures limit creativity. And so Palmer reminds us that the story of God's creation comes out of chaos. You remember the first words of Genesis it comes out of chaos. And that chaos and uncertainty are a precondition to creativity. And so finally, we can just say whew, the final monster that Parker Palmer. Uh, elucidates in his little pamphlet is that we often deny death itself, that we have found ways to keep people and institutions going way past the time that a holy death may have been called for. The fear of judgment, of public failure, of death itself is is part of this vast wilderness that Palmer calls us to explore. And so the message today that we hear in Isaiah and from John the baptizer is that even in the wilderness, even in the clutches of all these monsters that Parker Palmer describes, even in the face of death itself, is that we stand together as people seeking return from exile and as people seeking repentance. A new day. We stand together as people bound together in one understanding. A friend of mine recently said this about her own impending death, which has been very protracted. That she felt like it was really more like a birth into a new realm, a new beginning of her own life and her own ministry in death, birth. She's not afraid, but excited. Of course, she does not want to suffer pain. No one does but she is looking forward to what happens next. But short of that, she looks forward, having done her own work, as Palmer describes, and continuing to do this work, to go down and into the wilderness, rather than trying to escape it and outrun it, which all of, we, all of us know is quite impossible. It's quite impossible to outrun it. We could try. So even in her own dying process, she sees light and she sees a beginning, which for her is all the comfort she needs. Of course, she has people, family and friends, uh, helpers all around her. So in this message today, we stand on solid ground, even as we're wandering, even as we're in the wilderness trying to make our way. That even in the wilderness, we know somewhere deep in our souls that our compassionate God surrounds us, leads us, accompanies us to a new beginning. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Every valley shall be lifted up and every mountain and hill made low. The uneven ground shall become level and the rough place a plain. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's episode on an Episcopal Sermon podcast. May this episode inspire you to apply lessons from these teachings to your everyday life. If you found inspiration in this episode, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast through the channel of your choice and spread the word. If you would like to see the full service from which today's sermon was drawn, visit our YouTube channel linked in the show notes of this episode. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to donate any amount to our listener support on Anchor or visit the donation page on our website www.churchinalmaden.org slash donations.